the life that I created was out of a mindset, was out of a programming that I developed from being a child, um, which is where most of us develop our deep self-limiting beliefs. And it dictated my whole life until I recognized that the only thing that was limiting me was my mindset. So I worked on it. Um, and it's, oh my God, if I could put one thing on a billboard, work on your mindset. Creating the beauty business that you dream of doesn't have to take over your life. It's all about mastering some basic principles and putting in place strategies to give your business the strong foundation it needs to build from. Throw in the right mindset, a handful of proven systems, being willing to stretch your comfort zone just a little and knowing how to promote and market yourself properly and your success is inevitable. Problem is, that's not what they taught you when you were learning your skills. So that's what I'm here for. Welcome to the Beauty Business Podcast. Now with over half a million downloads worldwide, it's the number one podcast for the independent beauty business owner dedicated to helping you grow your business to get the clients and the money that you want without all the stress and the worry. Now, my name is Adam Chatterley and I've been helping spas and salons all over the world to succeed for over 20 years now. And I'm going to help you transform your business starting today. Today, we're talking all about mindset or mind shifts, really, how the stories that we tell ourselves often subconsciously have untold effects on us from how much progress we allow ourselves to make to how much we let ourselves earn. And if those statements sound wrong to you, then you need to listen to this episode even more than most. Before we dive into the episode today, though, I wanted to make sure that you've taken the opportunity to grab yourself a copy of my incredibly popular, entirely free and very useful ebook. It's called The Seven Day Booking Boost, and that's exactly what it is. Well, it's actually that and a whole lot more. It's basically a framework for quite simply leveling up your beauty business in just 15 minutes a day. The initial result of that being more bookings for you, and you'll start to see results inside of just seven days. But the longer you do it for, the bigger the results you're going to get. Now, it's brand new. It's brand new edition. It's rather beautiful. And it's specifically designed for beauty and wellness business owners and operators just like you. It contains a very simple, easy three-step process that'll take you just 15 minutes a day, ideally the first 15 minutes of your day, to almost guarantee a massive increase in your effectiveness, an increase in your connection with your clients and an amplification of all your marketing efforts, which in turn will bring you more bookings, more clients, and even a lot more sales as well. So if you want a very short, effective checklist that's full of delightful humor and joy, then go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash boost and download your copy today. Afternoon, friends. If you've listened to this podcast at all before, then you'll be familiar with me referring to myself as being woo adjacent. And if not, then let me try clear that up for you. So previously, I've been all about the right brain, business logic, steps to doing business, the, you know, the things that generally involve some sort of maths and a spreadsheet and the steps and, and all those kind of things that you can do. Then a few years ago, um, that kind of started to change. I started to kind of let in more of the kind of esoteric side of business. And if you want to kind of find out more about that journey, listen to episode 27, where I share my most woo-woo experience and biggest shift really from being a probably what I'd consider myself as a woo-woo denier to being at the very least woo curious and now to settling into this position of like I say what I call myself woo adjacent which essentially means 
that I'll delve so far down the, what I call woo-woo rabbit hole, because I believe to a lot of people, to everyone really, that this has some effect on them. But I will always say that I stop somewhere short of consulting tarot cards and involving crystals. That is absolutely fine for other people. It's just not for me. Okay. Is that cool? And so where does mindset fall into all this? Well, for me, I would say that I always knew mindset was a big factor. You know, I've always been a student of NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, and, you know, having a positive mental attitude and, you know, making sure that you're always seeing the positive side of things. But it was back at an event in 2017 where I realized just how important mindset was when it came to business and running your own business in particular, from determining how fast you can actually move, how fast you can go in your business to how far you can go. You know, I now realize that what I teach, what I focus on are the business steps, the foundation, the core, but they're only part of the puzzle. You know, I can teach you those steps, the the what to do all day long, but without the right mindset in place, then you may never reach your full potential. Now, I'm not a mindset expert by any means. I dabble, but I'm neither qualified to really focus on this, nor is it where I feel my own zone of genius actually lies. But fortunately for you, I found someone who is an expert on this and specifically trained to help. And guess what? She's now focusing her attention specifically on helping business owners in the beauty and the wellness world to unblock their mental blocks and shift their mindset to a whole new a whole new dimension, really, let alone to a new place. Now, I've received nothing but praise from people that I know, including some of my own clients, about this person. And I'm very proud and very pleased to be able to introduce her to you today. So if you want to have your mind blown and your mindset shifted into overdrive, then listen up. Right. I'd like to welcome to the show today, the wonderful Victoria Morley. Victoria, thank you for joining us. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. Right. Um, So interestingly, I think this is the first time I've ever had a sister on the show of someone who's already been on the show before, because your sister is... Sam Marshall. Sam Marshall. So you'll know her as the beauty guru or the wax guru or the skin guru. (laughs) (laughs) Or the many many faceted guru. But yeah, she was on talking about... um, she was talking about her views on education a, uh, oh, I don't know, about 10 episodes ago. So no, this is great. So she introduced me to you and you have pretty much exploded onto the, the scene very recently um, with just amazing advice and an amazing topic that's so important in our industry. But before we get into that, and that's kind of what we're talking about today, but before we get into that, can you give us kind of just for anyone who hasn't already seen your amazing videos on Facebook, can you give us a bit of a backstory into you? where you, what you used to do and kind of what's brought you to where you are now. Okay. Yep. So I am a success coach now (laughs) Um, and I basically specialize um, in the hair beauty industry, basically for salon business owners. I did something completely different before. Literally my whole career was spent in sales. So I came from the corporate background basically. Mm -hmm. And I guess what's Um, useful for me to share with my story is I was really good at what I did. I was considered successful. I earned good money, all the stuff that I thought I wanted. I got, you know, the recognition, blah, blah, blah. Um, But 
I pretty much woke up every single day anxious. I was completely um, in a direction. I was I was kind of directionless because the direction I was following was not in any way true to me. So I was ignoring my passions. Um, I was pretty miserable. <laughs> well, from the outside, <laughs> you know, I yep. looked like I, you know, yeah. So uh, yeah, it was nearly two decades doing that. And then I had one of those. Am I allowed to swear on here? A little bit. I had a holy <laughs> shit moment. That's not too bad, is it? Um, where where I, it was, it was literally one of those moments where I was like, "What the hell am I doing? Like, I know I'm not fulfilling my potential. I know I'm ignoring what I want to do. So why am I still doing this? So it was literally one of those moments that changed everything. Um, and then I had to break the news to my husband. Hey, we've got this big mortgage. I earn X amount of money guaranteed each month. And by the way, I want to pack it all in. And I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, so and, uh, yeah, and it's amazing when you do, when you face your fears, because I was governed and controlled most of my life by fears, which is why I made certain decisions. It's amazing when you share that with people closest to you, how they project their fears on you as well. Like my mom, my dad, my, my, even my dad. husband was like, are you sure? <laughs> but it's been, <laughs> it, it's literally the packing my job in earlier this year while I was pregnant was the proudest thing I've ever done. Wow. Amazing. And what yeah. was the, what was the trigger? Was there a, a, a something that happened that made you realize that? I, I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that believes that the universe almost keeps pushing you in this direction and you can ignore it and you can ignore it. And in my last, I mean, I changed, um, jobs. Uh, it was, so the last, the, the job I left, I was there for two years prior to that. I was, um, with an amazing company for seven years. And it was that last job where I just started really turning up to meetings. Um, and we were talking about, spend management things like that and I was I was wanting you were looking I, out the window and there was this inner voice in me that was like what are you doing what are you doing and it just kind of kept snowballing from there um and I just couldn't sit in those meetings any longer I knew I just was meant for more so it was weird it was like I was being nudged and tested and nudged and tested until I finally thought no I need to do it I need to be true to myself cool. and admit to myself. <laughs> yeah. And I love that. And I love the, the, the courage that takes to not only realize it, but then to go, got to do something about this. Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, it was weird. It was one of those now or never moments. And weirdly, and I know we'll talk about how I work with clients later, but a lot of the clients I attract get to that now or never moment. I either do something to go in this direction or change now, or I'm never going to do it. And the same thing happened for me. I see that. I see that. Right. <laughs> we will get into that a little bit more in a second. But as I said to you a moment ago, when I have a guest on the show, <laughs> I like to get kind of under the surface and really get to know you a little bit more. So we'll have some quick fire questions if that's okay with you. And I haven't prepared these. Uh, I haven't prepared you with these. You don't know what they are, which is always fun. Uh -huh. um, so first of all, then for you, sun or snow? Ooh, sun. Cool. Any particular reason why? Mm, I get really cold. So I love okay. snow. The thing is, I love snow, but I feel collectively everyone's happier when it's sunny. So I'll go with the collective there. I, I like that answer. That's a good one. Ice cream or cake? Ooh, can you not have both? No? 
Cake. <laughs> Ice cream cake. Cake. <laughs> uh, where is your favourite place in the world to be? Mauritius. Got married there. Oh, str- straight yeah. off the bat. Oh, yeah. Easy. Easy. Cool. <laughs> Hence the sun. There we go. Yeah, we're, we're playing into this. Do you have a current TV obsession? Oh, Succession. Oh, not that. seen that. <gasps> so I've heard of it. haven't seen it yet. So, so, so good. And, and I love it because the theme through it is them trying to get approval of their father. So they're trying to be this version of success, which, you know, right. I'm passionate about. Um, but they're just, yep. it's all to try and get approval of their father. Love it. Okay, nice. There we go. See, half the time I ask these questions, it's just for TV recommendations, honestly. <laughs> um, what is your favorite way to relax? Crystal bath. Ah, I do have crystals, yeah, and you put them in the water and then you have this beautiful, like, sound bath music playing and it's heaven on earth, literally. It does sound nice. And finally, last question is, do you have a favourite all-time quote? Mm, Yeah, but I'm going to have to explain it a little bit. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) I like a story. Okay. Stay in your donut. Okay, so I'll explain it because now my clients will back to me. I'm going to have to draw something as well. You've opened up a can of worms. Okay, I'll do this really quick because this is going to be useful actually for your listeners. Okay, go for it. Okay, when, and I know we're going to get onto this in a minute, but this is quite relevant. So when, when people are outside of their donut, so say in the middle, you've got your thoughts, feelings, actions, and emotions and beliefs. In the outside part, you've got everyone else's thoughts, feelings, actions, emotions, and beliefs. Most yep. people are either people pleasing or worrying about what other people are going to think oh, yeah. or feel towards them because they're stepping outside their donut. So you've got to stay in your donut. And literally now oh, my yeah. clients, we just send pictures of donuts to each other when we, <laughs> you know, and I've even had a client call me out on it and she just sent me a picture of a donut, stay in your donut. And I'm like, thank you. Maybe. So yeah, stay in your donut. <laughs> I love that. And I love how that question's led, led us beautifully in to uh, the intro. So you, you said, yes, you are the success coach and you focus heavily on mindset, don't you? I do. I'm a little bit obsessed with it. So why is mindset, why are you so passionate about mindset? Um, because my life up until the moment I decided to leave my old career behind was dictated by my programming. So my mindset. So our mindsets, you've seen, obviously you've seen the matrix and you've seen when they can yep, like yep. send programs to Neo so you can like drive a helicopter and you can do all these cool things. So our mindset is literally layer upon layer upon layer of programming. So that's our habitual thoughts, feelings, actions, emotions, and embedded are our beliefs. So um, the life that I created was out of a mindset, was out of a programming that I developed from being a child, um, which is where most of us develop our deep self-limiting beliefs and it dictated my whole life until I recognized that the only thing that was limiting me was my mindset so I worked on it um and it's oh my god if I could put one thing on a billboard work on your mindset that would be it yeah yeah and do you find do you find people are resistant to the idea of mindset to start with I don't think it's especially in this industry I don't think it's talked about enough um, I mean, this, other than the fact that my sister was already in the industry, I felt really passionate about bringing this to the industry because I saw so many salon business owners 
not being successful, not being fulfilled, working all the all the hours in the day with little return because of their mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And people want to stay in their comfort zone, and their comfort zone is their current programming, their current mindset. So to do the work to change the mindset, it takes a bit of effort and you have to dig a little bit deep and it can feel a bit icky sometimes and people don't want to do icky. But, you know, what I'd always say is if you're not happy with where you are right now, you either continue where you are right now and you continue to be potentially unfulfilled, unhappy or, mm-hmm. you know, the short term pain for long term gain of working on your mindset and actually working on your mindset. It's not all icky or anything like that. It's freaking awesome I love it yeah and my clients end up you've seen some of my clients posting mindset stuff and um, themselves incredible, yeah. just, the, the transformation is just unbelievable oh. and, and can be so quick it's unbelievable yeah so it's amazing it's the most um and you'll know from what you do if you were working with someone who had a really limited mindset and was governed by a ton of beliefs that they, they're always going to fail and they don't want to be visible and they don't want to be judged and all these things. It's going to be really hard for you to work with them as well because they are going to always keep coming back to this. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. And if you think you can't do it, you're not going to do it. So Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The only reason I ask about the, the, does it take people a little bit of time to kind of wake up to it was I remember, um, so I really got into sort of mindset and understanding mindset three or four years ago and how much of an effect it has because I hadn't ever realized it or kind of been woken up to it before. I just thought the way I was, was the way I was for a reason yeah. um, and where I'd got to and all those kind of things. And what really started to make me think, I was at a, a conference a few years ago. And I, may, I may have spoken about this conference several times, but it really was one of those kind of transformational moments. <laughs> and there was a speaker on stage and his name was Jim Fortin. Um, I don't know if you've heard of him, um, big, big, uh, uh, based in America, huge mindset guy. And he was giving this talk and it was the first day of the conference. And then you have one of these breaks and everyone was talking about this. Oh my God, that was amazing. You know, I've got so many breakthroughs already just from the talk. And I'm kind of there going, yeah, I didn't really get it. I didn't really get what he was talking about. And because it was probably the very first time I've ever heard someone talk about mindset and how it affects you. And, you know, he talks about the stories that we tell ourselves. And I was like, I don't tell myself stories. You know, <laughs> life is just the way that it is. And I love your analogy there with the matrix because that was me. I was so kind of living in the matrix and blind and just the, this is the way it is. And then when I started exploring mindset and go, oh, hang on. Yeah, no, there's all these things. You know, I've even things like I've always earned roughly the same amount of money no matter what I've done because that's where my mindset held me um and I've heard other people say you know people self-sabotage they you know they stop themselves having success I'm like that's crazy but I've seen it now now I've kind of been woken up to I see it so many times with people so it's it's such an amazing and interesting topic. So I love the fact that you're bringing this to the industry and really focusing in on this it's amazing so so let's talk about business owners small business owners particularly beauty business owners, where would you say a business owner's mindset typically holds them back most often? Fear. Fear. And most okay. people don't realize they're making decisions out of fear. Um, and, and, and to give a little bit of background, 95% of what we think, feel, do um, is habitual. So, you know, when you said you didn't know that you had that programming, you were just running on autopilot. I was running on autopilot for like 20 years. I had no awareness. So Mm -hmm. the 
they don't realize that they're doing it. They're just habitually making these decisions within their business out of fear of not being good enough, fear of failure, fear of success. So you said about your glass ceiling, people don't know how to earn more money. Um, Fear of judgment, fear of visibility, fear of not being worthy, like all of those. Um, And the most most common, common one that comes up and this was my this was my programming as well. Was I'm not good enough? The belief that you're not good enough. So that dictated all my decisions. I always stayed in a comfortable job where I knew I was going to get paid X amount each month, and I was good at it, but I was miserable. Um, so with salon business owners, there's always they'll see other people having six, what perceived success because you and I both know success is way more than just earning. X amount because yeah. I earned decent money and I was miserable. So that's not success. Mm-hmm. Um, but they see other people doing it and then and they either try and copy it because they think, well, that's what I need to try and do, but they don't feel it. Yeah. They're not aligned to it. It's not actually what they want because they don't know what they want because they've almost lost their direction. Um, because their mindset is literally telling them, oh, if you you know if someone's thinking of doing starting to do lives or wanting to do more social mm-hmm. posts or something like that. Fear of visibility comes up, fear of judgment comes up, fear oh, of God, yeah. not being good enough comes up. So they either don't go with what they truly want to do or they copy someone else because they've seen yeah. someone else do it. So I feel Which like they so lose wrong. themselves. Yeah. So yeah. especially some of my, um, I hate using the word older, but my more middle-aged clients, they've realized that they've lost what they're passionate about they, they've not then they're, they're not bringing that into yes. their business anymore and yep. so when they're trying to do uh, you know bring in business growth strategies there's no alignment to it they don't feel excited it feels like like hard work and the business mm-hmm. is feeling like a ball of cha- ball and chain so yeah. all those things and then you've obviously got the earning side of things so that will be showing up for them as well if they're not earning what they want to be earning if they've not got the balance in life that they want to have, if they're people pleasing, all that is mindset. Yeah, absolutely. Everything, everything is mindset. And while we've spoken about this, you know, we, we come at the process of helping people in slightly different ways. I'm very, very right brain, logical numbers, all this kind of thing. I am so pleased I was woken up to the concept of mindset because I can recognize it in people. Now I am Mm -hmm. not a specialist in it or qualified to, you know, coach people through that. I can suggest things, but I recognize it when it comes up in people, but you're absolutely right. I, I, uh, I think we have a similar kind of profile and age range of clients that, that are attracted to us. Um, <laughs> and I will always nudge people into trying new things like, you know, let's try a live, let's try doing a, a an Instagram reel, for example, picking on social media there. But, you know, if it doesn't feel right, stop because it's never going to work. You know, if you're forcing yourself to go on TikTok and do stupid dances that you hate doing and, and have to, you know, psych yourself up for 10 days, it's not going to work because it's going to come through in the stuff that you do. So exactly. do I it. did a live about so, yeah. that yesterday. The exact thing. I was like, if you don't feel like doing it, do not do it because it is going to come across all wrong and you're not going to attract yeah. the people that you want to attract completely. Exactly. But then there's so many people out there, and I know I love how aligned you and I are on this. There's so many people out there that are like, you have to post this many times. This is the cookie cutter thing on for your Instagram posts. And it's like, we're all individual. We've all got passion-led businesses. Let us all be individuals and do the things that we love because we will attract our tribe 
like totally. But it's so tempting, isn't it? Because you see the quote unquote successful people on Instagram and Facebook doing stupid dances and a million reels a day and all these kind of things. You think, oh, well, that must be what I have to do to be successful now. But then equally, you look at all the other people that you admire and respect who aren't doing that, you know, there is not just one way. So don't ever feel like you have to do something because, and plus the other thing is, is these people are probably at a much bigger level and we don't realize it. You know, there's, there's, there's coaches that I'm sure you're, you're, you're aware of as well. And they're like, seem to be always on social and they, you know, they're amazing. I mean, Gary V yeah. is an amazing, is just a great example of this. It seems like the only things that come out of his mouth are, you know, the wisest words in the world because he's constantly got a videographer following him around, capturing everything. And they only put that stuff out. So, you know, don't try and copy someone who's got a team behind them and following and and all that kind of thing, you know, stay in your donut. I love it. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) Cool. So in terms of, so you've, you've, you've been uh, working with clients now for a little bit in this industry, Mm -hmm. you know, without, without naming names, um, or do if you want to, um, what are some of the biggest, quickest shifts you've seen already in the people that you've worked with? Yeah, there's, I'm thinking already of an amazing, um, woman who had limiting this particular limiting belief for 30 years. She'd have therapy, she'd have counseling a lot. And by the way, 30 years isn't even the longest. I've got some clients that are in their fifties, sixties that have had it since they were five years old. Wow. Um, and she tried everything and I, I, you know, total transparency. I'd tried counseling. I tried therapy as well. And it wasn't until I did the mindset work that shifted it, but that has been for her. Like she cannot sing from the rooftops enough about the importance of mindset work now, because, you know, before she, um, she was being powered by a need to always prove herself and, you know, stepping out of her lane because she'd, she was governed by, by that need to be good enough and that need to be seen and that need to be heard. Um, and she has just gone from, from that to, oh my goodness, she's just an absolute powerhouse. She's so inspirational. I've had her do videos. She is awesome. And it, but it doesn't just change how she's feeling. This is rippling into her business now because she's not making those decisions from fear. She's staying in yeah. her lane. She's doing what she's passionate about. It's rippling into into her relationships and how she parents as well. And I see that the parenting side of things a lot because we push our beliefs onto our children. My beliefs, a lot of my beliefs, my fear of failure came from my father. Um, So a lot of, and this is why I always make people go back to early events that happened, um, because the beliefs we have are not our own. But once you understand what beliefs you have, what's been governing you, you can decide what are your own and what true to you. So she's a perfect example of of that because she is she's her and she's standing in a truth. She's inspiring other people every day. She's on so many different groups, nail groups, beauty groups, and she's calling people out on their mindset saying, no, 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 this isn't your ability. This is your mindset. You need to be working on that. So the ripple effect that my clients are having it first of all I love because I believe everyone should be working on this mm-hmm. um obviously I've got clients that are now earning more than they ever were before because once again they are not making decisions out of what people are going to think they're just going out there and doing that they're becoming more visible on social they're joining their local business groups so I've got a, yeah. an amazing lady who 
was so shy. She was so worried about going on social. And now she's like, I actually love interacting with people I don't know. Like, what's happening to me? And I'm like, you know, you being you, this is how you who you've always been. You've just yep. been governed by that programming. So it's it's, it's, oh, it's just it's rippling into it's not just business, it's not just self, it's everything else as well. It's it's catching. And what's weird, I know you said now you can notice mindset issues in your clients. Once you've taken off those rose-tinted specs, you can spot it in every other person. You can catch their language. (laughs) You can catch their negative self-talk. The declarations people have, oh, well, I'm not good at that. Well, you're not going to be because you just declared a belief about yourself. (laughs) Do you find it sometimes hard to turn it off? Like you'll be... be I, that's why I have to coach because at least in a coaching setting, when they say, when they use language that is disempowering to themselves, I can call them out. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'll try and do that. And I'm like, you're not going to do it if you're going to try and do it. Cause if we try and do it, we never do it. You will do it. And yeah. then you'll do it. So I drive yeah. people nuts. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I'll be around, I'll be around friends and you know, my wife's friends and people, and they'll say something. I'll like, Hold on, just going to stop the conversation there and pull you up on that a second. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, I'm not going to jump into coaching you, but I just want to point this out to you. Um, and uh, and yeah, it's really interesting. It's it's also funny what you say about um, passing it on to your kids. None of us aim to do that. None of us think, oh, I'm definitely going to pass on my limiting beliefs to my kids. We don't set out like that. But there was something, again, I think it may have been from a different event. I can't remember now, but it was talking. It was something that someone said. And it was down to, they were successful and they were fine and everything, but they'd realized that some of their beliefs around money had been given to them by their parents. And, you know, they didn't have a negative relationship with their parents and they were actually, you know, okay off for money, but they remember their dad saying, or their mum and dad saying, you know, money doesn't grow on trees or Mm -hmm. we can't afford that, which may have been true at the time, but that sinks into my kids. And now whenever I find myself about to say that, I have to stop myself because if you think that being constantly told to kids, they grow up with that and they feel, oh, well, I'm coming from a, a point of view of, of of limit now of, you know, things can't be mine. Whereas if you just change that around, you say, oh, we're going to choose to spend our money on different things. Totally different way of looking at it. So so that you're right. The, the, I was opened up to mindset from a business point of view, but now it comes through in everything. And I think, yeah, you're right. Once you see it, once you get it, once you're opened up to it, you just can't turn it off. It would be useful for me to share something on that as well. So people actually understand why kids take in everything. Um, Absolutely. So so kids are like sponges. We hear that all the time. We have to be right Mm -hmm. because we literally are born. We can't do anything. And then all of a sudden we can do all these amazing things. So between the ages of naught to seven, we're in alpha and theta brainwaves. So if you and I meditated or we got hypnotized, there are the brainwaves we'd be in. Subconscious programming. So literally, kids between those ages especially are literally, they're taking in every single thing around them. So all it takes is one single event. My I'm not good enough belief came from one single event where I felt rejected. And that's what created my I'm not good enough belief. So all it takes is one thing said to a child that can create a belief and then what you will then do throughout your life you'll play out this call it an inner script so I then seeked reinforcement that I'm not good enough 
I went into shitty relationships with people that reinforced that belief. Um, if I failed at something, um, I'm not good enough. That's that's so it is so important. I can't stress this enough. And you know, as I'm about to become a parent as well, it's going to be really interesting how I do that, you know. How, how, I'm sure I'm going to slip up. Of course I am. I'm human. Of course you do. Yeah, we're, we're, course, yeah totally. No, but it is so important to watch how you speak, you know, beliefs. Um, and, and this is another thing that's come out from the mindset work. Now, I mean, I've got this other lady I'm thinking of straight away. She's like, I didn't realize that my little girl is doing the exact same things that I did. Yes. And I don't want her to do it. So now she's correcting but it's, you know, the kid's young enough. So, yeah, so I thought, I hope that was useful because there's a reason why kids will take everything in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we all know they do it because they flipping repeat ourselves back to us. Just, just the swear so word that a child says, yes, no one forgets that. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, kids, love them. So I, what I'm, and, and it's funny, I always say I'm, you know, I'm not, focused on mindset i'm now aware of it and, and it comes into the coaching that i do i'm mm-hmm. not a qualified or a specialist in any way but i still say to this day we've done you may not know this but we've done two episodes of this podcast purely on imposter syndrome which i know is an, only an element of it but it's it's still to this day it's the one episode when when i meet people for the first time who've maybe listened to the podcast they are always the episodes that people talk to me about the most even though it's not my main topic or the the thing that i'm qualified in it's clearly such a thing such an important topic specifically for this industry that it really resonates with people so based on that then and my hope is always that by talking about things like this we are just kind of waking people up to it giving people the permission to go and find out more about it so do you have any tips for people who are maybe kind of thinking well maybe this is me maybe this is something i need to look at have you got any sort of tips for people to kind of check in on their mindset or you know how to figure out how it's affecting them yeah um first of all pretty much every time you've got a negative feeling in your body unless there's something horrendous that's just happened you know because there's a lot of stuff going on in the world at the moment Mm -hmm. if there's a negative feeling in your body then you are probably operating out of fear of something so that is the first clue so um and I spent a lot of time in the negative previously so that could be I call it like the lower vibrational frequencies. So that could be fear, um, that could be worry, that could be anxiety, stress, whatever you want to call it. So that's the number one clue. If you are not feeling anything other than good, you've got negative emotion in your body, start inquiring, what what am I feeling negative about? What am I worried about? What am I fearing? Mm -hmm. So really tune into your body. So that's clue number one. Um, Clue number two, is start to understand what you're afraid of, what you're fearing, what you're anxious about, Mm. because that will be attached to a fear. That'll be attached to a fear of failing. That'll be attached to a fear of not being good enough or not being worthy, a fear of what other people will think of you. So that's Mm. step number two, because it always is linked to that. Um, And then if you've already done some mindset work, you'll be able to straight away pinpoint that to a particular event that happened when you were a child. So then you can say in the moment, is this my adult self or is this my child self in fear right now? It's always going to be your child self. (laughs) 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 So so the, 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 the most powerful thing you can do, and this is where I always start with clients, is awareness. 
you've got to strengthen that awareness muscle and it's just simple tuning into am I feeling good right now if I'm not why am I not what thoughts or feelings are coming up write them down I'm a massive fan of journaling um, because then you start creating a record and you also start noticing what your patterns are because your repeating patterns could be this I don't feel like I'm feeling like I'm good enough I feel like I need to prove myself but I'm don't think I'm going to be able to, whatever it is, um, just start getting that awareness muscle, as I call it, strengthened, because awareness is power. Once you get awareness into that, then you can start saying, is it true? Should I be fearful of going on a live or should I be fearful of putting my prices up because I'm worried about losing clients, whatever it is? Um, and this is when you can start making a choice. And I do a lot of work. Um, on the identity side of things. So a real quick, a real quick thing you could do in that moment is say, if I was operating from a place of empowerment, that where I'm not being governed from fear and I've got the belief that I can achieve everything I want to, in this moment, what would I choose? Well, I'd choose to put my prices right. up because I know I'm amazing at what I do and I've got you know, all this experience, et cetera. So you can almost start doing this future identity, this ideal self questioning. And I used to do that quite early on in my mindset journey because I was still battling my mindset. But in the moment, if I was unstoppable, if I was limitless, what would I choose to do right now? And I'd start making choices out of that. Um, And then over time, there's loads more steps to it than this. I'm trying to keep it simple, but then over time, You change your habitual thought patterns. You change your habitual beliefs, emotions, and actions. So, yeah, awareness, inquire, is it true? Ask yourself, if I was unstoppable, if I was limitless, what would I choose in this moment? And try it. Go that. with it. Yeah. It's so funny that the, the techniques that that we use have such crossover. Again, I right brain, similar situation, <laughs> I'd be like, right. Let's get a list out. Um, and I'd be like, yeah, what's the, I always, whenever I'm now in doubt in a situation or anything like that, I'm like, okay, let's do really quickly. Take a minute. What's absolutely the best that could happen. What's absolutely the worst that can happen. Yeah. And it, I guess it's that similar thing. It's like, it, obviously the best list would be empowerment, but actually when you look at the worst that can happen, we catastrophize in our heads. It always seems worse in our heads, but when you write it down, and if you write down half the time those catastrophes that we think might happen by going live, you know, it just seems so ridiculous that you're like, well, yeah. that's just silly. Let's just move away from that. Totally. I, I, Funnily enough, I do that with clients as well. I literally get them to, and the catastrophization can be a good way as well to make them stop doing something that's self-sabotaging themselves. Mm-hmm. I had a client the other day that wanted to give up drinking. I'm like, let's catastrophize. So she literally was like, if I carry on drinking, I'm going to end up an alcoholic and I could die. And I'm like, great. So do you still want me to <laughs> like, no. And I'm like, brilliant. <laughs> so you can, you, you can use it as well to like repel yeah. yourself from doing something you don't want to keep doing. <laughs> awesome. That's fantastic. Cool. Okay. Now, uh, I happen to know that you've got something to share as well with our wonderful listeners. Uh, if it's something that people want to kind of maybe dip a toe into the water of find out a little bit more, haven't you? Yes. This will be my handout, won't it, that I've prepared? Yes. Yes. So I've put together something that you can share with your listeners, which is five steps to an unstoppable mindset for success. So it'll be helping your listeners to go through a quick inquiry method, um, kind of what I've spoken about today. 
Um, and what I've also put on there for your listeners as well is um, my money mindset course is I've also given them a discounted voucher for that as oh, well. Amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. So we'll put that We'll put that up. If you want to check this out, if this has piqued your interest at all, just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash mindset, M-I-N-D-S-E-T, mindset, and uh, we'll link all of that up there so you can get that information. It'd be amazing. Thank you so much, Victoria. It's been such a pleasure talking to you. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no problem at all. Uh, I'm sure I'll speak to you again very soon. Um, and uh, thank you again. Thank you. What did I tell you? I mean, you would be crazy, and I mean that in the context of foolish and foolhardy, if you don't go and check out Victoria's free guide to five steps to an unstoppable mindset for success, which is a great name for anything, I have to say. Now, I've had a chance to look at it already, and it is amazing. And it's free. Plus, Victoria has also been generous enough to share that discount option for her money mindset mastery program, which again, a few people I know have already done and say it too is amazing. Now, both of these can be found by going to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash mindset, all one word, or by clicking the link in the episode description right there in your podcast app or in the show notes pages, which as always, you can find at beautybusinesspodcast.com. Now, it feels like ages since I've had a guest on the show. So once again, my huge thanks to Victoria for sharing her expertise and her time with us today. Now, good news is there's a lot more coming up in the way of guest episodes. You'll be very pleased to hear, I am sure. Now, in the meantime, if you love that episode, and hey, why wouldn't you? Then please, can I ask you to head over to Apple Podcasts, the thing that we all still call iTunes, and take a 15 second break from whatever you're doing to leave me a quick rating. Be honest, please. Although I do prefer five stars to anything else. And if you've loved this episode or indeed any other episode, if anything that we've ever shared here on the show has helped you, then would you mind taking an extra moment to leave me a review? It helps me know what you love and also what to do more of on the show as we head into a brand new year. Now, all the best from me for this week. Have an amazing week. Make it unstoppable in terms of your mindset, beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash mindset, just a reminder. And I'll be back in your ear holes very, very soon. You've been listening to the Beauty Business Podcast. My name is Adam Chatterley. And if you've enjoyed this show today, then you must make sure you don't miss another episode. Just click subscribe in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on to be notified when a new episode is released. And if you'd like even more help starting, growing, or scaling up your beauty business, then just go to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash help. And there are a number of resources right there to entertain, enlighten, and assist you in your business journey, no matter what stage you're at. 